back to All Things Wrestling ATW. I am joined here by my co-host, Reagan. What's going on, Reg? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Wrestling has just been all over the place, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm not loving it. There's good There's and bad. There's definitely a lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should just kind of focus on WWE with a lot of things happening in AEW and not a whole lot happening in WWE. So, I mean, we'll start with SmackDown. Probably one of the most boring shows I've ever watched. Yeah, I mean, nothing really came out of it. There was no big surprises or anything. I think the biggest thing was probably, I would say, the Dolph and Otis storyline again. That's the only thing that's really moving forward. Or Charlotte and Bailey, but I mean... Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, I'm so con- like they the sad thing is, is I actually kind of got back into the whole Sasha Bailey turn because they really did bring it back up with Charlotte, I feel like, last week. And then for nothing to have happened, it just brought it it made it irrelevant again. Yeah, and I think the biggest problem I have with it is that they use Charlotte to stir the pot. I feel like there's other people that could have done that because it really just confuses people about what Charlotte's stance is. Like, I don't know if she's a good guy, bad guy. If I don't watch NXT or Raw, like, I don't know that. So, See, what I would have really enjoyed is for Sasha to have turned on Bailey, and then whenever Charlotte's sitting there laughing about it, Sasha turns right around, hits her, and now she could compete for either title. So you could literally go in any direction. Yeah. I mean, they just have to do it at this point. I don't know why they're not doing it. Yeah, like, I don't think I could name another woman on Raw who would really be able to win the title because Lacey Evans has failed, what, 20 times at this point? Yeah, she's irrelevant. So she's not getting a push. Dana Brooke, I have no idea what's going on with her. They start to push her, and then they stop pushing her, and then she beats Naomi, and then she loses money in the bank, comes back, beats Naomi, and she wasn't even mentioned. Yeah. I, I, it's a mess, to be honest. Like, honestly, I think the best thing that could happen is you just flip Sasha and Charlotte and let Charlotte and Bailey go at it on SmackDown and then just let Sasha run NXT. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, yeah, but I just don't see why Charlotte is in NXT in the first place. So, I mean, I don't want any of those girls in NXT. None of the talent on NXT is even on Charlotte's level, let alone like Sasha. So, yeah, I, I think EO is phenomenal. Like, I think she is very good. It's just like you said, there's not a whole lot of other talent down there. Yeah, which isn't their fault either because, I mean, it's Charlotte Flair. It's kind of hard to compete with. Yeah, and, and it is considered, like, yes, NXT by far puts on the best matches, the best storylines. Right. But, you know, not everyone's going to be there. It's developmental, you know? This is where they yeah. get better to get pushed up to the main roster. Yeah, and I mean, that's like a whole different conversation if that's developmental or not. But still, I mean, you can't consider it that if. Charlotte's down there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look at we'll we'll take Becky Lynch for example. You know, 
we we really just kind of saw the progression of her through NXT up to the main roster to becoming the man. You know, I remember when she used to get squashed. Yeah. And then she's main eventing WrestleMania, you know? Like, the same things kind of help happening with Chelsea Green. Like, Mm -hmm. she came from out of nowhere. And now she's suddenly with this, the, what is it, Roderick Stone? Robert Stone? Robert Stone brand, yeah. I don't understand it. But, I mean, it's kind of cool because it's almost like he's almost a business executive. Like, he's not, like, he's a business inside of a business. Yeah. But we're going to NXT way too fast, so (laughs) we'll we'll go back to SmackDown. Uh, I think the biggest letdown for me was the AJ Styles-Shinsuke match. Um, I thought that match was okay. It was predictable. Yeah, it was, it was good, but I've seen them do so much more and so much better. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, AJ Styles in WWE is not AJ Styles in New Japan or AJ Styles in TNA. It's a completely different style in the ring in general, just... He's not the same, so I mean, you can't even. I mean, I mean, I even I mean, the WrestleMania match a couple years ago was phenomenal. No pun intended. Yeah, but I, and and Nakamura too. It's not the same to me, so I didn't expect it to be like an amazing five star match. But I mean, it was predictable. Yeah, and out of nowhere, apparently AJ got traded to SmackDown, or yeah, um, he got few... traded for future considerations. Which makes a whole lot of sense. I, what what are future considerations? So I guess SmackDown or, or Raw can take whoever they want from SmackDown now. I mean, I think that there should have just been a clear trade-off. <laughs> yeah, uh, who could possibly go to Raw that would be the equivalent Right, to and they're, ne- AJ. they're never going to follow up on it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, who else did we have on SmackDown? We had the Otis, Mandy versus Dolph, Sonya. Yeah. And that... Uh, how much longer are they going to keep that? I re- Not that I don't understand why Otis and Mandy lost, but like... Otis kind of won money in the bank, you know, shouldn't he win a couple matches to kind of improve his record? Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And if you wanted Mandy to lose to Sonya to, you know, keep that going, why didn't you just have those two face off and go from there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, that. you could have an unclean finish in a one-on-one match. You know, have mm-hmm. Dolph come out, distract the referee, Otis come out, Mandy gets distracted, and then the roll-up. You didn't have to have Otis lose the match, but you could have still had Mandy lose the match. Yeah. I mean, I'm not invested in this, so. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. And then the whole Braun Strowman thing, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Who's the who's the next challenger? I almost said Bobby Lashley, but then I remembered that's true because um, that makes sense too. The Miz? Oh, it's the Miz and Morrison, that's right. Oh, okay, He's both of them. He's facing both of them. 
I thought it was just the Miz, but yeah, you're probably right. Well, he faced the Miz, but at Backlash, he's facing both. Oh, of them. okay, yeah, yeah. So they can become yet again the first ever co-champions because we haven't had co-champions before. Look at Sami Zayn and his crew. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's nobody else <laughs> that can go against the champion. Like you had to have them, those two. I, I don't understand that. My thing is, is if they're gonna follow through with this, I. Somebody better freaking turn. I mean, yeah. Like, there's no reason you have to kill the Miz and Morrison by losing to Braun Strowman by themselves. I just think that the Miz and Morrison are already, like, irrelevant. So there's no, like, reason... Well, that's why I'm kind of hoping somebody turns so you can kind of bring them both back as individuals. I hope they come back as individuals. I think Morrison should go individual. Well, I just, I don't like The Miz in general. So, I mean, I don't think The Miz adds anything to this. (laughs) But Yeah, The Miz is definitely able to make a story out of nothing. Like, I I love the whole Miz-Shane storyline that they had. I think Miz is very good at acting, and I can't believe I'm saying that. But, you know, his his matches aren't always the best, but the story makes it better. But, like, with the tag team division, w- what story is there? Well, there never was one. <laughs> like, at least when Miz was an individual, you know, I could – back up his stories and be like, yeah, the match wasn't great, but I'll tell you what, that really just kind of settled the story. Now it's like, so now they're challenging. Weren't they just challenging? Weren't they just tag team champions? Yeah. So why are they challenging for the universe? I I couldn't tell you. (laughs) It makes no sense, but. And then is there anything I'm forgetting about SmackDown? Um, just Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. That was the only like other. Oh. Yeah, and Jeff Hardy wins. Yeah, and Sheamus will just interfere in Jeff's next match. I mean, it's predictable. Yeah. Or if Jeff wins the next week, he'll probably do it in the finals. Yeah. Eventually, Sheamus is going to interfere. You know, it was a good match. It was, you know, good old WWE back in the day. I mean, I don't have any opinions on the match. <laughs> yeah. it With AJ getting traded to SmackDown, it's obvious that he's going to win the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, for sure. And if he doesn't, then it's going to be Daniel Bryan. And then those two are going to feud over it. I mean, I'm sure that Sheamus and Jeff Hardy will just have like their own feud to the side. So, probably. Yeah. So... I guess everything's up in the air with SmackDown. Raw, on the other hand. (laughs) Raw was kind of crazy. Raw was painful. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we got to address the elephant in the room. WWE essentially stole AEW's idea. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I, I didn't know but if there's did too not... many. I thought you were talking about the golf match, but yeah. I totally oh, no, no, no. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. But the uh, I understand the whole six feet apart. I understand all of that. I understand AEW doesn't truly follow it. But at the same time, like, they're all tested. They all work together. They all go to the same hotel. They're all taking the right precautions. But, like, for WWE to put up the the plexiglass and then for them to have, like, the roster's T-shirt, like, if you... Why do you have a Randy Orton shirt on if you're a good guy? And why do you have a heel wearing a Drew McIntyre shirt? Um, well, I don't understand it. I mean, I I think at this point they could have just not done it because I think no one noticed anymore. Like, I think I even got used to no one being there. At first, I definitely hated the no crowd, I think that the crowd really makes Raw in general and that it was definitely, like, the silence was deafening, like, it was bad. But, like, as the months went on, I just, I think I got used to it and now, just for them to, it's obvious that they're copying AEW, first of all. (laughs) So, I don't know why they did that and, like, because it's obvious. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah, Like, my thing with the crowd, like, they made it even more confusing than it already is. You know, they're cheering for Charlotte, and then they boo Nia, and then Asuka came out. The fans literally made it so much more confusing as to... Who am I supposed to root for? Who am I supposed to boo? What am I supposed yeah. to do? Because I think this is Vince's dream to have complete control over, like, the crowd noises, which he does. Because I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. they, like, told them what to do. Well, they obviously did, but... And... Yeah, but why am I cheering for Charlotte whenever she's sitting there saying that she's the best, nobody can compete right. with her? I have no respect for anybody on this roster. I'm the queen. Yeah. And I think that Vince just wants everyone to be cheered for and no one to be like a hated bad guy. There's no like hated bad guys in wrestling anymore. They're just like sort of Um, bad good uh, guys. Not in WWE, no. I think there are quite a few. Well, AEW is a different story, but there hasn't been on Raw in a little bit. I don't hate Bobby Lashley because he's a bad guy. I hate him because I don't understand what's going on with him. Yeah. Like, how did he go from Lana to MVP? And, like, what's going on with Lana? Because all they're doing is showing exclusives on Raw or on their YouTube channel. Or maybe it is on Raw. I don't know. I hardly pay attention anymore. Of her just screaming. I mean, I don't. I have no idea what's going on, really. Like what they're trying to do. I I don't understand Bobby Lashley and MVP versus the Street Profits. Like I don't know what that does. <laughs> but 
I, I don't I mean, understand is, why Bobby gets the chance. I think it was just a main event to have one. I don't think they're going to follow up on that, but maybe they will. I don't know. Raw's really confusing right now. Yeah. I mean, I guess we got to talk about how it opened. So not only do we get the fans, but we get the KO show. Very typical. Kevin Owens somehow makes it work. Because I I love Kevin Owens with all of my heart. I think he's one of the best performers. I think he's great on the microphone. I think he's one of the best all-around guys in WWE. But why is he hosting the women on his show and just kind of making it a comedy act? Like, don't you want the Raw Women's Championship to be taken seriously? Yeah, (laughs) they... They just do things for the sake of doing them. They don't. I don't think they think that far into it. And so Nia Jax is number one contender because she won the triple threat that was later on that night. Yeah, which is a whole different. Uh... It, it was. Uh, it... Why was Natalia yeah. in it? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Where's Shayna? She just wasn't on. No. No reason. She should have been in this match. Yeah. I mean. Shayna should be champion Yeah, right I now. agree. And But also, just to be. I mean, maybe it's better that she wasn't. Because she just would have been buried by Nia anyway. I think that the ending of the match is fine. Because like. Charlotte didn't take the pin, but I don't know why Charlotte was in it either. Is it the roster? Like, they have so much talent on the roster, yet they're just reusing people. I understand Charlotte's the probably top three best women's wrestlers in the world right now. If not the best. If she's not the best, then she's the second best behind Sasha. But, like, why don't you have her assigned to one brand, let Sasha take over another brand, and then have Bailey and if you really think Nia's that good, then Nia or Shayna beat the second fiddle to them and just have that feud go. I don't know what they're trying to do with Charlotte having her on all three brands because it's getting confusing because they're not treating her the same on all three. So she'll act as, like stirring the pot with Bailey and you won't know if she's a good guy or bad guy. And then she'll be on another show and she'll be a bad guy or she'll be losing matches, not losing, but not doing as well, I guess. I don't know. It's very confusing. Yeah. At least like, I, we won't move to NXT yet, but we'll, we'll, we'll focus on raw. So I'm trying to think of what else happened. I mean, Drew had another meaningless match. Yeah. Um, all his matches are just... It's yeah, all, the, all same the same now. And it's sad because I, I like him a lot. And I think he was way better as NXT champion, even Impact yep. <laughs> champion. So. But then, okay, this is where I, th- this is where I got very frustrated and turned off Raw was whenever Kevin Owens lost to Angel Garza. Yeah. Um, I don't understand that either. <laughs> it's 
You had so much momentum. So much. He beat Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. He was destined for greatness. You could turn him heel on Drew McIntyre in a single night. Have that feud go on until WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, they. <laughs> I just don't think they... Like, I, I think we can all agree that he was supposed to be next. But... He should have been, and he should, even if you wanted Seth to be next, then he should have been after Seth. Why Bobby? I don't know. And then uh, the one thing I was happy about, because I've always been a big fan of this guy, Apollo Crews won the U.S. title. he's a new champ. Um, Well, it was definitely just because they took him out of the Money in the Bank match. But... I mean, I'm still, I mean, there's nothing you can really do with him, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, he's a good performer. He he puts on good matches. Like, the match with Andrade was really good. I thought the finish was a little bit choppy. I I was, you know, why didn't he hit the spin-out powerbomb finisher he usually uses? Yeah, well, I, I just, he gives me nothing, (laughs) like... He's just there to me. Yeah, he's not he's not great on the mic. You know, he's his matches aren't extremely special, yeah. but you know, they they do the job. I'm I'm upset that they didn't do more with Andrade though. Like they had a great champion just kind of get buried because you didn't know what else to do with Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, Andrade, I don't know what's next for him. Because, I mean, his faction's probably going to get, like, I think that's gone <laughs> soon. But other than that, I don't think they have anything for him. I mean, maybe that's why he lost it. So he can, you know, turn on Angel or Angel could turn I on hope. him. That, I mean, that would be interesting at least. Yeah, that would actually give me something to look forward yeah. to on Raw. And then I guess I'm trying to think: was there anything else before the mini golf, golf, there whatever was it was? Seth and Austin Theory, or sorry, Murphy and Austin Theory versus Humberto and Alistair Black. Oh yeah, which made yeah, total sense. Know. But at least Seth's faction finally won a match. So I guess yeah. that's what that was for. Yeah, I mean... I don't know where they're going with the whole Seth faction. You know, it's... I don't want to say it, it's good, but, you know, it's... It at least keeps me a little intrigued. The Rey Mysterio part had me intrigued for a little. But now it's just like... Now that I know that he did it, like, why... Did it? They're not making it very yeah. interesting. <laughs> I, it's like the bare minimum. <laughs> it's just with that, like you know. Obviously, we we talked about this on Monday. You know, this isn't going to be. They're never going to be the shield. There's never going to be another yeah. shield. But if they establish some dominance for some time. You know, maybe Austin gets a little bit cleaner on the mic and, you know, in the ring. 
Murphy gets a little bit more time on the mic and somebody feels like they're getting shadowed and then turns on Seth, okay. Like, I'd be happy with that, but I'm worried they're going to yeah. do nothing with it. Which is usually what happens. But I guess it's time to talk about the... I don't even know if I, I want to talk about the golf. it. Yeah. Um, I don't have any thoughts. I mean, I have thoughts, but I don't have anything. I I'm indifferent about it. <laughs> I'm really glad that the champions and the challengers are best friends and can go out and do axe throwing and go golfing and play basketball yeah. together. That's that's great. It works so well. It makes me believe that the Viking Raiders are actually the you know these these warriors that want people's heads on. It's sticks. sad, really. I mean, War Machine. Like, if you think about what they've done before in Ring of Honor and NXT, it's not even comparable. Like, I can't even believe that this is real. <laughs> but I guess I guess Vince likes it so. Wrong with it. I under I understand the street profits are fun guys, but they don't need this either. You know, I I like. Yeah, like they don't need more. Like, let them raise up the red solo cup, the hype men, all yeah. of that. I love that, but I do not like them playing pickup basketball against these. I these mean, it's Vikings. just not why I tune in to Raw to see that. So I guess. I don't know if some people like it. I haven't heard a positive opinion about it yet, but I guess someone does out there or they wouldn't keep doing it. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I got no idea anymore. But we'll turn. Is there something else I'm missing on Rock? Um, like the only other, other thing, thing is Iconics and Nikki and Alexa. Oh, that was, that was a good segment. I did enjoy that. I like that they let Nikki take the mic because, you know, all this time we kind of sat there and was like, oh, Alexa's only there for Nikki on the mic. As for Nikki's there for Alexa in the ring because Alexa's had so much injury time. But they finally let her get her shot. Um, I just, I mean, I wasn't as worried about that as the Iconics almost breaking up i guess yeah and i'm glad they didn't i'm glad they didn't do anything it's it's nice that they kind of showed that they're frustrated but it also kind of led into the this new story now yeah i wasn't i wasn't mad about that i i I still don't like alexa and nikki cross together but i wasn't upset with that yeah like this is that to me that might be the most interesting feud Right now in mm, all of WWE. <laughs> so we'll, we'll switch over to NXT. It was good, not great. Um, I thought I didn't really enjoy. I mean, I really enjoyed the cage match. Fight pit match, I guess you could call it. I The rest of the show was total like wwe mess <laughs> like you could tell that it was <laughs> yeah vince produced this but other than that i really like the i really like the main event yeah i mean i think the sad thing is 
I I do think that was Matt Riddle send Yeah, off. I heard some things about that. Um, Apparently, he's going to SmackDown, and and I don't know what they're going to do with him I on SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, Matt Riddle. Yeah, I mean, is there even room for him on SmackDown right now? I don't know. Like. The only thing I can think of that they're going to do is they're going to bring Goldberg back so they can have that match from whenever it was when People he called out People have forgotten about that already, though, I feel like. It's true, but at the same time, you know, they, WWE, with how they've been doing, they don't even right. know that people well, yeah. see that. But, like you said, the match was good. Um... I don't know what they're going to do with Timothy Thatcher thing now, though. Is, what are they doing with Pete Dunne? I thought that they were going to do a whole thing with, like, Pete Dunne is mad at Matt Riddle for, I don't know, something with that. I just don't see why Matt Riddle is leaving when, yeah. he, when they have other opportunities. Yeah. yeah, they have a story there. You know, I think you could have waited to bring Imperium over to NXT, but... I do like Imperium. I love Imperium. But I, I don't think it was the right time... Like, I don't think it's right that Pete Dunne is no longer a tag team champion right. when he Which didn't even lose story it. storyline. They could build something off of that. Exactly, but I... Apparently, he's needed on SmackDown for some. I mean, I understand you need the ratings up. But is up. that really going to bring the ratings up? I mean, everybody. I love Matt Riddle. I think he's really good in ring. I think he, his character's good. Yeah, I love Matt Riddle, but but I don't think he's going to gain you another million viewers, yeah. which you need. Definitely not. But I guess we'll see. And I'm glad we finally got the Tommaso Ciampa match. Just Mm -hmm. him back in the ring. We haven't seen that in a while. And I liked what they did with it with Scarlett Bordeaux coming out. That was cool. Um, That's a good story going. And apparently Johnny Gargano is now the number one contender for the North American Championship. Um, I guess. (laughs) I... I don't know anything I, about that, I don't think. I I love the storyline of him and Candace versus Keith Lee and, and Mia Yim. But now we're getting Candace and Mia next Wednesday, and then we're getting Johnny Keith at um NXT takeover in your home or in your house. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I just I, I guess they could have saved it. But, I mean, I didn't like Johnny and Candace in the first place. So, I, I hated the video package with me and him and Keith Lee. I just thought that was so dumb. But, I mean, yeah. uh, I'm indifferent about it. I just don't see where they're going with it at all. Because, like you said, it doesn't make any yeah. sense for them to not do what they were leading up to. Like a tag match or whatever they were going to do. Yeah, I I don't know about that. And then we had the tag team match between 
Io Shirai and Rhea versus Charlotte and Chelsea. Don't know why Chelsea Green was in the match. I don't know why Io was on the good yeah. guy team. Um, well, this is like a classic WWE move to have a tag match yeah. like this before the match. Because why would Io and Rhea be on the same team? I don't understand. Yeah, they're both competing yeah. for the same I mean, Chelsea title. Green, it made her look really good, and then, but I don't know why she was in it either. Yeah, like, she, she it was a good match, surprisingly. It's just, why why did it happen? Yeah, it, there was no reason. And then we had... Oh, we had a good video package from Finn. Finn is keeping the storyline yeah. alive. I mean, it made me more excited for the match, so... Like Finn Balor, Finn Balor should be a top guy. Like he should be the SmackDown champion or or NXT champion right now. They're definitely missing out by not using him as much, but I think it's fine because I don't need to see people on TV every week for them to be relevant. So I'm still interested. Yeah, I think it got me way more interested in the match than I was before. But yeah. Like Finn Balor is in in past history, Finn Balor has kept me interested in every single storyline, unlike yeah. anyone else in WWE. But I'm trying to think um, of what else Shotzi happened on NXT and Raquel Gonzalez. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, don't don't know what what that was about. I like Shotzi. I think she's she's good. I don't know why she faced yeah. Ra- or is it Raquel, Rachel, whatever it is, and why Tegan Knox came out to help, and then why Candice came. Like, is it going to be Candice versus Tegan at the takeover? I now, don't even think or... they know, so I it's hard to say. But I just think they think having people interfere will help, but it, it just doesn't. <laughs> Everyone needs a partner, which I always say. So, of course, they're going to put Shotzi with Tegan because everybody needs a partner, but it makes no sense why they would be friends. Or or are they just trying to revive the Dakota Kai? Which needs Tegan? to die. You know, maybe. Yeah, which, I mean, that would be a lot better than Tegan and Shotzi teaming up. I would rather see Tegan and Dakota continue, then Tegan and uh, Shotzi team up against Dakota. It just makes me so upset because they had something with Tegan and Dakota and they ruined it. And that's why I don't want to see it anymore. If this was good, I would have wanted it to go on for months, but they really just have to ruin it. And I don't know what Raquel Gonzalez has to do with this, but she's involved too. Yeah, uh, whatever, but... Um, we didn't hear anything from Imperium, which I was actually quite surprised about. And then it got announced that Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream are wrestling again for the title, even though Velveteen has lost every single time. And if they end up taking the belt off of Adam Cole for Velveteen after the third time, like how did, how am I supposed to believe Velveteen's yeah, a true I definitely champion. agree with that. I don't like he hasn't lost 
dirty eye. Like, he has lost clean to Adam Cole yeah. twice. Yeah. How many chances can you get? Which, I mean, the video Zoom call with Adam Cole and William Regal kind of tried to explain it. But, I mean, if you really have been watching, you know that it makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. So, we'll we'll move on from WWE, thank God. And we'll turn to what I think has been the most positive AEW experience we've had since the coronavirus, I think. Double or nothing. Double or nothing and this past Dynamite. I think, like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, I knew things were going to kind of struggle because we had to adjust to there being no fans you know, not having live TV and everything. And I think they finally figured out everything and have just put on a great show these past two shows. um, I definitely think that they're better than WWE right now. As far as like double or nothing, I like the whole thing except the last two matches. (laughs) Yeah. I really? mean, I knew that I wasn't going to like the stadium stampede because that's just not my type of match. So I wasn't going into it thinking I was yeah. going to think it was the match of the year. See, and then I'm on the other end. I absolutely loved it. Um, I thought the comedy, because like, you know, LAX, Santino Ortiz, whatever you want to call them, you know, they're not, they're great wrestlers they are a great tag team i loved how they you know were able to kind of show that every single one of those guys could wrestle but have some comedy in it i love the whole adam page thing where jake hager sits down and he goes did you come here to drink or fight passed him the shot and he goes well i came here to drink and fight punched him that was great the whole milk thing with Kenny Omega. I loved it. I thought it was a good It was match. just a little bit too much of a comedy act for me. Because, like, I don't try to be like WWE. You know what I mean? They don't need to do that, in my opinion. Like, I feel like it could have been good if it was just a big brawl. But they had to, like, add, like, the part that I hated the most was... Um, I don't know who was laying on the, on the field. And then Hangman came out with, like, the line marker... And I was like, oh, this it was is Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand that part. I did love, I love Chris Jericho with all of my heart. Whenever he put the, the cone on yeah. and started laughing like the witch, that killed me. That absolutely killed me. And then Santine, or no, it wasn't Santana, it was Ortiz, uh, got yeah. his bell rung literally. And I love how they carried that over. Yeah, I mean, it's like good he was that they carried it over, yesterday for sure. But it just wasn't necessary to me. Yeah, you know, it was. I thought there was gonna have to be something that would, you know, kind of end the match, like a, which we'll talk about a revolt, revival, FTR debut something but we didn't get that but you know it was it was a good match like it made me laugh it made me have fun a little bit it was a good match technically like the moonsault off the field goal post was cool 
the ending with the one winged angel off of the top story was cool. You know, it was it was an entertaining, was entertaining. match to me, and that's just like the nature of the match. I didn't think it was going to be an amazing wrestling match. So I, that's what I mean. I wasn't yeah. going into it thinking it was going to be match of the year, but it definitely wasn't my type ideal type of match. Yeah. So we'll start at the beginning. We'll start with the buy-in. Best friends are the new number one contenders, and I only have one issue with it. Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc are apparently wrestling for the all. tag titles next Wednesday or this all. upcoming Do Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't understand that. I think it's mainly just to kind of like because we haven't seen Kenny Omega and Hangman wrestle yeah. together in a very I just long did time. they forget that they had the buy in match <laughs> that they had Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc on last night. <laughs> but on I will say, unlike what I think WWE would do, they at least said the winner will face best friends at Fighter Fest. So they they told, like, yeah, they're still the number one contenders, but you guys haven't seen Kenny Omega and Hangman wrestle together in a very long time. We're just going to give them this nice little warm-up match right before we give you... One of probably one of the best tag team yeah. matches we're going to see. And the other thing about the best friends and private party match was how many pile drivers can one person take? <laughs> yeah, it, it's understandable. I I thought it was a good match. I love both of the tag teams. Like you said, it was a little bit too much. I think, but at the same time, I yeah, could watch I those the two tag friends, teams wrestle I mean, forever. I thought it was good the way everything happened. So. And then we had the Casino Battle Royale ladder match. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought they made Brian K. Well, I guess I should have probably made it bigger <laughs> effort to make this like a surprise. But Brian Cage was a surprise entrant, the mystery participant, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I'm very I happy. Mean, it was him. <laughs> we all thought it was going to be Drew Gulak, but still not that bad. Well, he re-signed really? with WWE as far as I've been I've heard. Well he re-signed. I, I, I had the match had me the whole time. I wasn't like like I wasn't bored at all the whole time. No, Darby with the skateboard yeah. off the top, that was cool. You know, you had I don't understand why Jimmy Havoc got as involved when he wasn't in the match. That was yeah. the only thing that I really was upset about. And, you know, up until Brian Cage came out, I literally sat there and I was like, I definitely thought Darby's going to win, win especially because he was pretty much laying there the whole time. So I really thought he was going to come back at the end. I'm glad he didn't win, though, because I really, really like how he has come so close so many times and just can't get that final step. And like. He re- like that spot where Brian Cage had him laying down flat on a ladder and he's uh what is it shoulder pressing him and threw mm-hmm. him on the ladder into another like I understand yeah. Darby's not going to get up from that. And you made Brian Cage look like an absolute monster whenever you have everybody yeah, pile good, stuff on The him. other thing about that is 
the the announcers did not sell that at all. They're like, oh, he got up. <laughs> Nobody was like freaking out. They just acted like that was normal. That bothered me. But, but other than that, nothing. It was pretty, yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, I'm not a fan of that type of match either. Like as far as like spots and like stuff in ladder matches that they usually do, but I thought it was pretty good for them. And I liked what they did with Orange Cassidy through it too. You know, he wasn't trying, and then he was trying, and then he was like, I like, I like that as well because like you're showing like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy can wrestle, but like, yeah. we don't want him to be a champion yet, right? Because if at all <laughs> ever, like I absolutely died whenever he was alone in the ring, center of the ring, right yeah. under the chip, and he just started reaching for it. And then you have the mm-hmm. best friend sitting there like, climb the ladder. Go go get the ladder. Cl- I thought that was yeah. hysterical. I love that. So after that, I believe we MJF. had – it was MJF Jungle Boy, which, again, great um, match. I think, I think the match was pretty good. I just think – I don't know why it was so long because – I think if it was shorter, it could have just made MJF look stronger because having a long match with Jungle Boy like does nothing for MJF, only for Jungle Boy. Well, I think the reason why Jungle Boy lasted as long as he did was because of what yeah. happened on Wednesday. Which now I know that, but... Yeah, at the time, it was kind of like, yeah, it this just did, did go nothing on a for MJF. Long, but it... I mean, it was a good match, but it just made him yeah. look... Like, it didn't do, like, if anything, it put Jungle Boy over, which I don't, if anyone's going to be net, like, next, it is MJF, which, I mean, we'll get to the battle yeah. but. Yeah, the, yeah, that was, Wednesday, ex- literally anything that we had questions about on Double yeah. or Nothing, we yeah, all got sure. that settled on Wednesday. So after MJF was yeah. Cody Lance, right? I know you're probably upset about that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. terribly upset <laughs> with honest. it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to really? happen. Really? I'm not. I don't have a problem with it as long as, like, Lance Archer isn't on TV for a while. He needs to go away now because what is he going to do now? He lost to Cody. Well, that. Yeah. That's what which it appears I hope to they keep happened. him on. Because what is he going to do? <laughs> so, you know, that'll be good. I, I like what they're doing with that. So, then we had... It was Chris Was Statlander it the women's match after that? Ford. Oh, that, that's just, that was just, you know, making the bet. Like, you couldn't take Chris Statlander... Off the card out of nowhere because you want to keep her, you know, in the mix. And it doesn't like, I don't think Chris Statlander was supposed to win originally. So, I mean, throwing Penelope Ford, you know, she's she's very good, but she's not built up enough. If it was in Brit, they should have just canceled it. Well, with. I mean, Britt saying that she's going to be back at All Out. We found that out Wednesday. I, 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 we can talk about this because I feel like yeah. this 
all kind of tied in. You know, Britt didn't have a match or anything, so it's not like we had a lot of relation to double or nothing, but like, you know, Britt's supposed to come back at all out, but what are you doing until then? Because I don't know what they're going to do with Nyla. I don't know what they're going to do with Chris Statlander. You need you need someone to, to push Hikaru Shida. I, mean, I guess the only thing I can think of is like Hikaru Shida versus Chris Statlander. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, or yeah. a Nyla Rose yeah. wants her her rematch. Chris Statlander, well, guess what? I beat Penelope Ford. I thought that was for a number one contenders match. They feud for a little bit yeah. and then one her faces Hikaru. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. So, yeah, I, I'm glad Hikaru, uh, well, that's our, there's our. Uh, Sean Spears. No, there was another match in between, wasn't that. there? Uh, yeah, uh, do, do we I even want to talk about Sean that? Spears better in WWE than they are right now? He's done to me. What I really, what I really thought was going to happen, like with everything that's going on with Sting, you know, I thought whenever Dustin's music hit, I thought it was still going to be Sting that came out. I was, yeah, I think they could have done way more what than they they did the with that. You? Really. Nothing. It adds nothing. Yeah. We all knew that Dustin was yeah. going to either come out or it was going to be Sting. Yes. And one option was better than the other. But, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's I mean, whatever. I don't want to see Sean Spears ever again either, so. Unless they're able to build him back up, which I don't know how they can do it. I. If well, there's anybody that can do away. it, I think it's AEW. For a while. He needs to do something because this yeah, is bad something. at this point. Yeah. Like, look at Darby Allen. You know, he's lost all of these times, but he's yeah. always gotten so close and they kept mm-hmm. him relevant. Jungle Boy, the same thing. But Sean Spears, they haven't been able to do that yet. And I don't know if that's because they're trying to push those guys or or what, but, you know, that's, that's definitely something um, – I'm curious to see how they go about it. If they do nothing with it, great. I'm not going to be upset. But if he comes from out of nowhere and they somehow make him relevant again, I am not going to be upset. So now we're on to the women's match. I thought it was a good match. You're probably going to say there was too much. In my opinion. Or whatever it was. It could have just had a normal match. Yeah. Yeah, I love she won, but she didn't need to win. I... Like I didn't see, I have, like Nyla could have kept it and it would have been fine. But I guess it's a change up. Yeah. You ready for this? I wow. thought Nyla looked wow. very good in the ring for once. That's great, that's good. <laughs> I was very entertained with her performance, with Akaro's performance. You know, I thought. They both did well. You know, I don't think Nyla loses anything yeah. from losing the title. I th- I think Hikaru yeah, gained I more than sure. Nyla lost. So, you know, I don't think this this killed Nyla, but I think this sent Hikaru right up to 
she's one of the best women's yeah, performers think, in the world. Um, like we said, it could be either way now with Nyla again, once her title back or Chris Statlander. So I guess they could, and yeah. And I mean, I'm guessing a Caro is their long-term champion until, you know, they can bring Brit back, which we'll talk more about her segment yeah. and everything what's going on with I guess her. I just, I guess I'm a little disappointed about Brit, but if it's going to be anything, I guess this is good. So. Yeah, I, I think Hikaru is the right champ until yeah, Brit I hope comes so. back. So, then we had our main title, which I thought was supposed to be the main event. I knew it was That's a co-main event, but I thought it was supposed to be the main event. But, you know, I thought it was a good match. I hated it. Better than any WWE match they ever had. I hated the whole thing. I figured you would have. And I I love Mox. Mox is probably my favorite ever. I, but, God, I I just don't get it. I don't understand the ending. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's a tough situation because you didn't want, the Dark Order to yeah. interfere and then this thing keep going. But you also didn't want Moxley to lose the title. And, you know, there Yeah. This it was unfortunate how how that like this match wasn't set up for success. There wasn't a lot like of weeks. ways they could have gone with it. And that's why I think Yeah, and I think yeah. they did make the best but of it, in my opinion. I guess all I have to say about it is that Brody Lee, I don't want to see him for a while either. I don't want to see him or Lance Archer for months. Yeah, and and like I understand what they did. He Brody didn't tap. Brody got put through the stage. Yeah. He kicked out at one after a paradigm shift. Yeah. You know, he looked strong. And for him to not tap out, that's like, you know, he didn't he didn't submit. Like he's not weak you know he's still a main card guy it's just he he couldn't get out of the submission with all the blood rushing from his head and everything like that i don't know why the match was like i like matches that are inside the ring obviously (laughs) i don't care for things that are like yeah but it wasn't I, i just don't need that i didn't need that but i guess with the situation it was ideal but I, I still don't need that. I would have just rather yeah. have a clean ending. So I mean Yeah, I'm I'm not sitting here upset about the match. Was I completely yeah. satisfied with it? No. But I don't think it was, you know, as bad as I guess it could have been. I like my idea better <laughs> about the dark order interfering. But again, I you're right, because I yeah, didn't want it yeah. to continue. So I don't know how to feel. <laughs> Yeah, it. Yeah, and it, it. It's just one of those situations where it's like you gotta play. Yeah. The the deck of cards that you're dealt, you know, and that's that. Uh, I guess yeah. that ended up being more I, of a pun than I thought it was gonna be. I don't. I don't want to see Brody Lee or Lance Archer, till all out. Yeah, and. The only way I think Brody could really come back is if he challenges Cody 
because they're both in positions of power. You know, Cody's the executive vice director, marketing, whatever his title may be, while Brody's the leader of the Dark Order. You know, I could see that potentially happening, but, you know, I, I don't think you bring Brody I back otherwise. Because what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we already talked about the stadium stampede match. You know, the Elite One, Sammy Guevara is the one who got pinned. Kenny Omega picked up the win, which I was happy about because Kenny's yeah, been losing no as sense, of late. Yeah. <laughs> So for him to pick up the win, it really made it look better. I thought Hangman looked good. I'll tell you what, that was a brutal, brutal bump in my eyes whenever yeah, he got I, thrown onto the pool I liked how they had Hangman. I like how Hangman and Kenny are friends now, I guess. Or whatever they are. Okay now. Yeah, and... It, it it's keeping us intrigued because we have no idea what's going on with the elite. You know, Hangman doesn't show up at the beginning, but Kenny's sitting there like, "Don't worry, don't worry," and then he comes riding in on the horse. I, I thought yeah. that I love Sammy Guevara running. I love that, and I don't know if it's because of Kenny Omega yelling out the golf go, off the golf cart. I'm gonna get you. We're gonna I... get you. I love that. Well, my <laughs> yeah, I just. Kenny doesn't need this to me, but if they're going to do it, I guess it was fine. It, yeah, and I think it's it, it's definitely coming up on the end because I think, in my eyes, I think best case scenario is Fighter Fest, they lose to the best friends. Hangman gets really upset, leaves Kenny Omega in the ring by himself, walks out, and then that just starts just, building. To me, I just want it to be over already. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's a lot of directions it can go right now. I'm going to let it develop. Like, I'm not... It is not a Sasha Bailey scenario where I have completely yeah, lost agree. interest in Hangman or Kenny turning. But like you, like you said, it's, you know, I, I said it, this could go until, you know, maybe revolution that might be pushing it, but like all out might be like that limit where it's like, mm -hmm. all right, you know, just have them turn already. But I don't think we're at, at that point. And I think yeah, fighter I fest would be a phenomenal place to do it because best friends are by far my favorite other tag well team i hope it's them if it's anyone in aew right now yeah i think they've built up the most credit they've been there the longest and i think what they can do and this is how we're going to transition into dynamite you can have the young bucks and ftr feud yeah for the number one contender right um, after that ftr is that their official name Yeah. Um, um, as far as their T-shirt says, that it definitely could have been. Like, I don't know if they realize that they don't need to do all these things. Like, it could be as simple as just the Young Bucks are celebrating, and FTR comes out and just attack, like 
beats them up or something. Like, you didn't need the butcher and the blade to do that. Like, it could have been so simple. See, but, like, if that happens, then we're like, okay, well, it's FTR and the Young Bucks. Now it's – but is it? Like, they defended them. I understand they didn't shake hands with the Young Bucks. But now we're kind of sitting here like all these years they've been saying F the Revival, F the Revival. And then for the Revival to come in, help the Young Bucks, but still just kind of leave them. And I think it's better that they – they didn't just attack the young bucks because now we saw that they're going back to their pile driver finisher. They're keeping the shatter machine or whatever they're going to call it. Now, you know, we got to see their move sets, their, their capability. You know, I think maybe not the butcher and the blade was the best option. Maybe, you know, you, you could have just had somebody else or you could have just had, I, I don't I don't know how else they could have done it. But I think it was more beneficial to kind of sit there and be like, here's FTR guys to just have them come in and obliterate a tag yeah. team that wasn't the team they I were mean... gonna feud. <laughs> another thing I wanted to talk about was um another injury, if it is an injury for one of the private party guys, I forget which one. Oh, oh, I see. That's the thing. I don't think it is because if it wasn't for Matt Hardy leaving, helping him out, the butcher and the blade never would have yeah, been able to I guess attack. That's them. true, but I, it just kind of shows like how reckless a lot of these so matches are the, for no reason, in my opinion. Even if it is not real, it's yeah. just like these matches are just over the top for no reason. Like this isn't an indie match. Like we're not wrestling at ring of honor in front of nobody. Like, you know what I mean? So I guess that's just my only problem. Yeah. And before we keep going on with dynamite, I really need to bring this up because you messaged me and you're like, did you watch BTE yet? I was watching it literally as you sent that message. And then right after you sent that message, they're in the circle, Hangman and the Young yeah. Bucks talking about the stadium stampede match. Marty's back. Party Marty, Marty Skrull, the villain. I don't care which Marty it is. I am so happy. We don't know what they're doing with him. I don't care if he's just on BTE. I would love to see him in AEW. Yeah. But he's back I mean, on BTE. If he is back in BTE. I am happy. I, is he? <laughs> we don't know anything about it, do we? I'll yeah. just let you be happy and about I'll, it. I'm gonna yeah. let it ride. We don't know anything. I'm gonna let it ride. <laughs> I that's fine. I he he might show up on AEW next week. He may just show up on BTE next week. I would week. love to see I don't him care. on BTE. Marty's but it back would really in the picture. Be a stretch if he's on AEW. Like I don't know if that'll happen, but I really could see him being on BTE. Now. Yeah, it, Yeah, and that I am completely happy if he's just on BTE. And if he comes to AEW, yeah, I, it's a, it's a win win. It really yeah, is I'm a win win. Really happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even care what they do with him in in AEW. They could put him. They could literally just yeah. have him come and which would be a good idea night after yeah. night, and I'd be happy. 
Oh, man. But right after we had the tag team match of Private Party and Joey Janela versus the Young Bucks and Matt, we had... No, the, it was... I believe it was John the Battle Ross Royale, right? Young commentary with Brian Cage versus Jobber. <laughs> Yeah, oh, which was and good. then Brian Cage and absolutely obliterated him. And I like how they, I love how they have Taz with him because like, they they set up that that storyline so well because we kind of sat there and was like, why is Taz trying to like help mm-hmm. Darby out? You know, it didn't make sense. And then for him to be managing Brian Cage, who all of a sudden is now in. AEW and tied that in. It's good. You know, I, I wish they would kind of give Brian Cage a little bit more of the mic because we don't know what he can do on the mic unless you watch Impact. And what's the reason for Taz to be there? But I like how they didn't have like, exactly. a confrontation or anything. Like, I like how they didn't have Mox like run down and like beat him up or anything. Like, it's going slow and I like it. Take your time, you know. I, the only thing I'm a little upset about is, you know, you bring in this guy, and I'll tell you what, he was really freaking good in Impact. He was really good on Saturday and Wednesday. I don't know. It, it, it's almost kind of like a Brody Lee situation where it's like you really want to see him win, but you yeah, know John can't I lose it that. yet. But. Maybe there'll be another wacky finish, like I'm hoping. So, as to what they can do, yeah, like you know, at least with like Chris Jericho, you can sit there and be like, All right, you know, we don't want Chris to lose, but we also don't want the other guy to lose clean. So, we'll have Jake come out, jump up on the apron, yeah, gets distracted. Chris hits Judas effect when they turn around. I mean, maybe John doesn't have to say like what the ending of the match could be. But, yeah, I hope it's something like that. Yeah, and that... Yeah, for sure. I, I'm very intrigued by it, completely. Uh, no. So, <laughs> then we had the Battle Royale, right? Uh, next was uh, Britt Baker. Oh, God. The of being a role model. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, I thought that was the after battle the Royal Battle Royale. The Battle Royale was last. <laughs> I loved, I loved Britt. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right before the, the pep event. rally. Was it? Yep. Pretty sure. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Oh well. But I liked yeah, it. I Britt killed it. I like how she said she'll be back in a wheelchair. Yeah, I like that too. I didn't there was nothing. I like how she it. blamed Aubrey Edwards. I, I mean maybe if she would have said like about how Maybe like a little more laying on about the injury, but I guess. Yeah, I mean, she mentioned I, she I had know. broken her. Was it fibula or tibula? She mentioned it. She didn't go into depth. And yeah, I love surprise, that she surprise, was it was Nyla Rose who broke it the whole time. But yeah, I liked the whole thing. I thought it was fine, and I mean, I hope she's on TV. Like continues to be on yeah. TV. Maybe not every single week, but like a nice little, way. maybe every other week. 
Yeah, and I think I th- three yeah. months is a lot of time that you you I have to I would love to, to see just segments of her yelling at Rebel the whole time. Like I would like that. And yeah, you know there there's a lot of stuff that they can can really do with it, and I don't think it would really hurt if she left. But like, you know, during the yeah, next maybe. women's championship back, she rolls out in her wheelchair. You know, there there is a couple. I don't think she can really lose her credibility because she's been absolutely shredding it thus far. And I don't like if she went away, I'm yeah. gonna sit there. I'm gonna be like, man, I just don't want. Where's Britt? I really miss Britt. I hope they don't like go with that route. But yeah. And next, then being that I, I haven't think, been able to go in chronological oh, was, order, what was um, next? The jobber match with Sheeta versus jobber Christy James. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I had a problem with was And Sheeta looked good. If it's like per a usual. jobber match, I didn't think it should last that long. Like I understand that they like it wasn't really a jobber match, but I mean it could have made Sheeta look a little better. Yeah, and I mean, you know, she does not a Brian Cage or a Nyla Rose where like if this jobber is five foot five and she is six foot two and runs into her, they're not going to bounce off of her. You know, there's a chance like they were similar size, you know, similar move sets, you know. It made Sheeta look good because. You know, obviously, she dominated for 95% of the max. There was a little bit of a spurt where the jobber had a little bit of a showcase. But, you know, it was it was a half-decent setup for yeah. Sheeta to just continue just to push her but not discredit anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Next and nothing you can do about Cody, it. Cody, who compared himself so, to Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I didn't mind it. I I thought, I thought Cody did a I, very good promo. No, which is good. I'm glad no. But no he one said he's going to be doing a invitational now. Did he not say that? Yeah, it, wait, which makes sense because you know you have the AEW World Title, which is the most prestigious you can get. And then you have the TNT championship. So you have the company championship and then the network championship. And, you know, you're going to want to defend it because it's the network championship. Like that's what it's for. You know, you want to see that title. It just reminds me a little bit. So I I like what they're doing. John Cena was United. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean. The U.S. champ. I, well, we'll get to the battle royal, but we know that. Jungle Boy is going to get an opportunity now. I, yeah, and uh, we'll, no, we'll talk was, about no, that whenever that match comes up. Or next was that was, next? Uh, the tag match with Kip and Jimmy Havoc versus SCU. I don't know. Yeah, why. I'm not sure yeah. why SCU lost Kip there. And Jimmy Havoc aren't even a tag team. Like a real one. Well, yeah. And I mean, 
could this potentially be leading to a breakup of SCU so Scorpio can get pushed? You know, that's like, I feel like they wouldn't just have SCU lose to these guys. Or maybe it's because they kind of want to protect SCU where it's like, ah, you know, they fell short. You know, they kind of got cheated because Penelope got involved so and kind of got distracted. That, are good that it could have been anyone else, but I guess. Yeah, but you also yeah. don't want them losing to Kenny Omega and Hangman again, you know? At least if Jimmy and Kip lose, you kind of sit there but and the you're kind of like, well, I like the match. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, it was phenomenal. It really was. But as as for the outcome, you know, I feel like it's either to kind yeah. of protect SCU Next was or just an to MJF break them up. Promo, but then was the battle royal. So, I guess the only thing about and the MJF royal killed was... it per usual. I, the only reason MJF was in it, to be honest, was to give it some credibility, I guess. Because other than that, it was all mid card. Yeah, and not. I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I'm 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 very happy that Jungle Boy won, and I think the match with MJF kind of gave him a little bit more of a push, like you said, to where it's like, okay, you know. Jungle Boy is is good, and he could make a good TNT champion. And I I know that you're probably going to say you're upset MJF didn't win, but in reality, well, I think he's yeah, uh, I think he he's going to get the, the main card in general, pushed very I don't soon. Think that he needed that did nothing for him. <laughs> something happened. Where yeah, and he, I forget who tossed him out. Something with Wardlow happened, and they also did tease like the Wardlow. And him separation yeah. a little in the promo. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I MJF is probably one of my favorite guys. I have never sat there and been like, man, that guy is a complete yeah. jerk. And I yeah, cannot really stand good. him probably the best before MJF. I just it did nothing for him. <laughs> For him to be in that match, but I didn't want him to win because I don't want to see Cody and yeah. him again. Yeah, not yet, at least you know. Let Cody kind of get a little bit more of a reign, and then you know he beats a couple other guys. You know, I'm expecting him. Yeah, it is to beat Jungle Boy. I think it's next week. You know, I'm expecting him to beat Jungle Boy. If Jungle yeah, Boy wins, I would I just, be very shocked, but I would also I, be happy for Jungle Boy. No, but I don't want to see, like, I think it is. I don't think it's the right time I think time MJF yet. is, like, going up to, like, yeah. So I, I think it's good. Main card. And not that the TNT Championship's a mid card, because I'll tell you what, Cody's probably... Another one of the top guys who should be in the yeah, main card. Yeah, which makes push, it hard but, for like, you know, with everything that perspired. Like, who yeah. could be the next person? Because Cody is so like already established and everything. Yeah, and you know that that I think Cody's in the best position he can be in. I think there's a lot they can do with him because yeah. he does have very good mic mic skills. And I think he's a very easy guy to work with. 
Yeah, and I, I think he'll if, make other guys Jungle look gonna win good. I'm interested. I don't think he is simply because yeah, it would I don't be know a week and a half since Cody's won it. But I don't know why they keep having like you Darby Allen's your guy, right? He is so mm-hmm. close every time and falls short. Everybody loves Darby. Everybody roots for Darby. You know, I love Jungle Boy to death. I think he's a great performer. You know, we haven't really gotten any mic skills. Jurassic Express isn't going anywhere yet. I, I won't yeah. say they never will, but they haven't really gotten an angle yet. But that's due to Luchasaurus's an- injury early on. You know, it. it he will I make Jungle so. Boy look even better I'm than MJF to be made like him look. Them just burying Jungle Boy, and like the first. Yeah, and I don't think that's where they're going. But I kind of hope, like, if he loses, you know, he doesn't. I don't want him to become another Darby Allen because I feel like Darby Allen is being set up. Yeah. And I don't want to have to sit there and root for both guys and they always just fall short. So, but, you know, I really, whenever they were, they had the entrance coming out and <laughs> yeah. everything. I thought Orange Cassidy was going to be Marty um, Skrull, but it the wasn't. The only other thing that we have to talk about is the Inner Circle pep rally. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have mixed emotions about it. You know, I, I like the story of how I love how AEW keeps WWE out of their mouth ever since Double or Nothing, the first ever one. When Cody smashed the throne, that's the last time WWE has ever been mentioned. You know, they reference back to it, you know, with, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Moxley. This isn't the first time we've ever wrestled before. They didn't say on WWE. They just said, not the first time. And same thing with Jericho and Tyson. You knocked me out on a Monday night. Also, Brody Lee's whole character. Back in 2010. So think about that. That's not confirmed. Yeah you, yeah, you could compare it to Vince, but yeah, yeah. But you know, I I like how they kind of built the story from in the past. Am I excited for it? Not really. Assuming Mike Tyson's going to knock him out again with another I hate Mike fight Tyson coming up as a person. <laughs> And as in wrestling. I do too. Because I did go back and I watched on the network um, yeah. Raw from January 11th, 2010, which was during like the, um, yeah. I guess you could call it like the, what do I want to say? The special guest host era of Raw and he was the guest host and he yeah. Like, turned on Jericho which I guess they thought was gonna give like people are gonna watch because Mike Tyson's on but like also it's not the 90s and it's not and he's done a lot of things since then that don't make him relevant or like a good person so I just think that they don't need Mike Tyson Nobody needs Mike Tyson. I understand that it's for like the match, his it, it, boxing match. Yeah, 
it's publicity. It's publicity because, you know, if you're a boxing fan, you know, you, you, you've definitely heard of Mike Tyson. And if you hear he's going to be on AEW Dynamite, you might sit there and, ah, I'll check it out. You watch the last hour of it until Mike Tyson gets on and you sit there and you're like, oh, I kind of enjoyed the rest of that, you know. This is cool. And then you get more viewers from that. But like you were saying, like Mike Tyson's not really a great guy. I personally don't like him either. He also isn't relevant, I do find his, like, his little in list pop funny, culture though. in general. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the inner circle's kind of splitting yeah, up. Like, I, really I think Jake Hager's going to leave after I did not see this Mike Tyson thing at all coming. Like, I thought that this pep rally was yeah. going to be like the end of the inner circle, which is... Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be the end. I think it was going to start to dwindle. So, like, I whenever it Maybe. first happened, that I thought it was I mean, going to be Sammy getting kicked out. I would have liked to out. see, like, the beginning of the end over Mike Tyson. Yes. Yes. But, I mean, you know, if if there's a match between Chris Jericho and Mike Tyson, you know, it, even if Chris loses, like, as yeah. wrestling fans, we know anytime there's a celebrity, oh, they yeah, win. <laughs> like Tyson Fury beat Braun Strowman. You know, you had Mike Tyson knock out Shawn Michaels back in the day. You had Floyd Money Mayweather, who's what, yeah. five foot two, 120 just, pounds soaking wet, knock out little, the big show. Like, if you remember, like, you know, what happened with Stone Cold and Mike Tyson. Like, if people like that remember that and are watching that, mm-hmm. they know that it's exactly like <laughs> what happened last night. So why are – they don't need to do that. AEW does not need to copy exactly. WWE and, to you be know, good. Like, that's a mistake, and they should learn from yeah, other people that that's bad, especially TNA and Impact. Yeah. And And – yeah. Kind of looking at it from a business standpoint, like I understand why they're doing it. Am I happy with it? Absolutely not. But am I really that upset about it? No, because you know, eventually, I think this is. I think they're going to build up the inner circle breakup a little bit more yeah. because I'm not that excited for it because I'm more focused on Hangman Kenny. But I think this could kind of, you know, maybe now Jake's like Chris. All this time, you've been the head honcho. I should be the head honcho. You couldn't even beat Tyson. There's a couple ways they can go with it. You know, yeah, it's not it's not good or bad for, you know, the storylines and everything like that. But it is good for business. So I understand why they're doing it. Do I wish they yeah, were doing it? I no, just don't but know how I feel about like you know, I'll, Cody I'll take what I can get. Mike Tyson, you know what I mean. I yeah, I mean, I, they're they're playing up that but Mike Tyson's a that, good like, guy. I don't know what possibly the inner circle you know? could do besides this. That's definitely the main reason I thought that this was the end for them. Yeah, and I mean, what else can they really, you know, not that they're not a power faction because the elite is definitely a power faction. They've been together for years. As for the inner circle, they developed basically to Mm -hmm. kind of have Chris Jericho push them 
for whenever he he's done. You know, which I really like because I think Sammy Guevara, phenomenal performer, LAX, Santino Ortiz, great tag team. Jake Hager, I'm not a big fan of. I wasn't a fan of him in WWE, but you know, he he can easily be put into yeah, a main card push as well. Lost. You know, there's a lot of stuff like you can thing. do with the inner circle. Yeah. So I mean, I guess if they're not gonna do the thus far, ends, I guess this is the only you know, thing that they can do. Yeah, and I'm glad they're not like you, you know piggybacking mm-hmm. off of how the inner circle hasn't won really as of late, you know, Sammy Guevara is 26. Yeah. He is had, he's got a lot more years left in the tank as far as I know, you know, unless a serious injury comes up or a mm-hmm. series of injuries come up, you know, he's going to be around for a very long time. So, you know, holding him back, have him lose right now. And then all of a sudden just start picking it up. You know, a character switch. You know, we already had one character switch by him, but yes. You know, there's a lot you can do with the inner circle now. You know, waste some time, do this little Bobo match because I'm not going to sit there and be like, ah, Chris Jericho is irrelevant. He lost to Mike Tyson. It's going to be, they paid Mike to come just to be Chris Jericho, push his match, help bring boxing fans into AEW. Yeah, that's you know, it was a it was a business it. decision. Who really cares about it? So, not upset about that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll get by. But, no, I think that's it. And, that was a lot. <laughs> any other closing remarks, thoughts? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we there was a lot to cover in AEW. So, I guess uh, we can. Okay. Talk yeah. about this next Probably. Thursday and text each other <laughs> okay, throughout the week. Thanks,